the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down, break it all down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. Happy Thursday afternoon on the heels of Governor James's latest press conference. Robin Ed hanging with you. 547-1610 is the number. If you want to get involved, also via email, 610K1A.com, the bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say, and on Twitter at bottom line at 610. And uh, we will take a little bit of time to discuss, um, well, the the interesting revelations from the governor and the Department of Health that we now have to, on June 4th, 2020, after being in a lockdown mode for the majority of the last three months, we have to relearn everything that we knew. Yeah. About COVID-19. We, we have to relearn everything that we knew. That was not, and both he and Dr. John Wiesman, um, that was a, that was a poor choice of a phrase, I think, because that just, that just screams, we didn't know what we were doing from the word go. And I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Look, I'm not going to defend the governor on a lot of fronts, um, but you know, he kept pushing, you know, the science this and the science that the science tells us we need to, you know, cancel the rest of the school year. We need to lock, you know, down at home. Uh, you know, we can't travel, can't do anything like that. And then to come out today and use a phrase like relearn or unlearn what we've been used to, this quote unquote um new normal well the normal is going to change again so uh, i get it um it's battling this virus is an evolution it evolves new things are learned things are tweaked uh you know different strategies are used and i think that's what truly is going on we know more and we know how to battle it better at this point but this whole unlearn and relearn phrase uh, I don't know. Lead balloon to me. <laughs> Can we relearn phase two now? No. No? We can't no. do that yet? No. Not at all. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. the bottom line news radio 610k1a it is thursday afternoon gonna go right to the phones you're up on the program what's your name where are you calling from you're up go ahead all right give us give us a call back uh wait you still there give us a call back five four seven one six ten um you know it's interesting um that we've we've there there hasn't been a lot of COVID conversation in the last you know roughly week. Um, no, there's been other discussions. Yes, there's been other discussions, but but you know I think I think it's interesting um, that the I think all businesses right now should put together their COVID plans for reopening 
and just adhere to the requirements that the governor has encouraged protesters to use. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you think that's fair? Well, it's fair, but that's not the rules. Uh, well, I the think rules that, aren't fair. I, I think that you've had more people protesting in Seattle than you could fit in practically any business, especially a small business. Sure. Like a salon or a restaurant or a bar. So, I mean, if if you can have that happen... I mean, granted, they're outdoor. They're on top of each other, but they're outdoors. But I, but yeah, but I think if you you know you put you put similar protocols in play, then business should, should be able to open. I mean, after all, it is going to help the economy. Instead of increasing insurance rates and and everything else, you know, you're probably going to probably uh, see some impact, positive impact on the economy. Because I mean, really, we're we're not seeing we're not seeing a lot of a lot of Social distancing on the west side of the state right now. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. Your name, where are you calling from? Hi, it's Joe. I'm traveling. What's up, Joe? So I got a question. I, Jay Inslee, I'm getting to where I can't stand to listen to this man. It's, it's like chalk, fingernails on a chalkboard. But if my rights have been imposed upon for the last three months, you know, I can't even go get a haircut for crying out loud because someone on the other side of the state might get sick. How come it is all these people can go out and their rights are fully protected, except mine aren't? They can stand next to each other with no mask on and scream and yell at Silent J, and I can't go get a haircut because it might bother, it might get somebody sick if I go get a haircut, but having 8,000 people standing on a street shoulder to shoulder in Seattle is okay. How is that possible? Because there's a better chance that they'll vote for him than you will, Joe. Good point. <laughs> well, and I'd, I'd take it even a step further. Appreciate the call, Joe. Um, I, I, I will see your cynicism, and I'll raise you, um, that he will explain, and he has, I mean, in his news conferences, that what the protesters are doing is a just cause. Therefore, what they are doing is a just thing. Joe getting a haircut is not a just cause. Small businesses making money and bolstering the economy and living life, uh, you know, the way they want to, in his mind, is not a just cause. Fighting with... Racial inequality is a just cause. So that's how the rules are different. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, guys. It's Chris from Richland. Hi, Chris. What's going on? I feel a little dumber already today. Oh, Um, by listening to us? No. You guys (laughs) actually enhance my intelligence. Listening to Inslee um, makes me dumber. Um, I think I'm done with this. Um, his facts were false. They didn't exist. He just claimed he had facts, but he never could produce any facts or science. Um, everything, every day, I, well, I shouldn't say everything, most things, most days, are in contradiction of what they said the day before. Um, first, you shouldn't wear a mask. Then you should have, you should wear a mask. Now they come out saying you shouldn't wear a mask. 
my own doctor tells me I shouldn't wear a mask. Unless you're sick, you shouldn't be wearing a mask. You've got hundreds of thousands, which it seems like hundreds of thousands, so-called protesters out there. And I bet 10% of them may be wearing masks because of COVID. The rest of them wear masks because they don't want their identity out there. Uh, the biggest confusion I had in his speech is when he was talking about firefighters. Why would COVID-19 make a firefighter, take the firefighters 25% longer to put out a fire? Where is the fact and science in that? That, that is just, we're all sheep. And that's where he wants us to keep us, in the pen. Thank you. Appreciate the call. And, you know, I can't disagree with a lot of what he said. I, I, I caught that, too, towards the, the tail end that I found it quite interesting that, uh, you know, mentioning kind of matter-of-factly that wildfire season is upon us. And, uh, you know, it, it made his list, but it was very much down the list when it has ravaged the state for many years. Um, and that to say that the quote-unquote safe start initiative is going to slow wildfire response time. I mean, talk about giving yourself an alibi before the crime even happens. You know, so now if we have a bad wildfire season and communities burn and properties lost and hopefully not lives lost, he can go back and say, well, you know, it was, uh, you know, for everybody's safety and, uh, you know, safe start, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. I told you, I told you that it was going to be, you know, it was going to take longer. And and I'm, with the, I'm with the caller. I, I don't know if that's specifically because, you know, because firefighters are essential workers. They are. And I would assume that... Even DNR wildfire or fighters, wildland firefighters, are essential as well. So why would he say that the current COVID nineteen restrictions would cause a reduction? I don't. I, what do you say? Twenty five, thirty five percent, whatever. Any re reduction in response time is unacceptable in 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 this state for for fighting wildland fire. I don't care. If if there are protests, <laughs> you know, up in the, you know where where there's a lot of trees, I don't care if if uh, if COVID is in the trees that are being burned down, that it should not have any effect on the response time to this wildfire season. Why in the heck would he say something like that? Because he's Jay Inslee. Well, I get that, and I know, but. There, you know, it, look, he's a lot of things. He may be ignorant to a lot of things. I don't think he's necessarily stupid. I think that he does say things for a reason. And there was a reason why he touted out phrases like the science tells us this and the science tells us that before this, uh, you know, got going. He was giving himself a scapegoat. He was giving himself an alibi, and he just gave him gave himself one. You know, he gave himself a pass if we have a really bad wildfire season. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Doug passing through Benton City. Hello, Doug. What, what, Doug, what's up? 
Well, can we recap the symptoms? Uh, runny nose, achy bones, tired, not tired, all the thousand natural shocks that flushes air to, or you might feel nothing. How are you supposed to figure out what, you know, there's allergies or, you know, you've been working all day and your bones are tired, you know? These are just natural things everybody feels. So he's pretty much saying if you feel anything or nothing, you've got it. Well, or at the very least, you should get tested, right? Well, yeah, but then... How accurate are these tests? I'm hearing that every other one's a false negative or a false positive. Well, that's the thing. Appreciate the call, Doug. Uh, 547-1610-509-547-1610. You know, what I'm I'm hearing, the the prevailing um, percentage is about two-thirds, 60, 65, 70% accurate on testing. So I'll kind of go somewhere in the middle. Two-thirds of the tests are considered correct. And that's not false negatives or false positives. It's just correct or incorrect as to what's going on. So now we're going to increase testing because we finally have more testing equipment, which is good, you know, considering we had the first case in the union uh, back January 21st that, you know, finally we are now able to test people even if they don't or if they're not showing symptoms, you know, how many months down the road? Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Hi, this is Ben from Philly. Uh, What's on your mind, Ben? Um, well, uh, I noticed early on that uh, the most, one of the essential in- industries that the governor uh, said was really important in the in the state was abortion, and uh, that took away valuable resources from hospitals, nurses and doctors, and as well as all the medical equipment. And also I heard from a doctor um, that she tried uh, locally to get one of her patients from a nursing home who tests who looked at all the symptoms for COVID-19, she tried her darndest to get that patient into a hospital, a local hospital, and was denied about a month ago. And we've had a lot of um, scandals in places like New York. We've had it investigated thoroughly in New York, and... uh, we also had problems in the nursing homes here in the state. I don't hear a word about no questions being asked locally about what our local policies in our hospitals were. And um, if that could have affected high numbers, say, in, in Franklin or Benton County. What was it was a reason given as to why uh, this person couldn't be admitted? Um, that I, I'm... All I heard was that much. Okay. But I, you know, it's enough of a, you know, it wasn't a wild uh, rumor that I heard. My niece works for the doctor, and she talked to her. And uh, so it wasn't, you know, it was uh, pretty, you know, it wasn't something, some urban legend I heard. It was pretty concrete. Okay. Appreciate the call, Ben. Thank you very much. And the reason why I ask is, as we go to commercial break, 
all along, we've heard that our local hospitals have been well below capacity. Mm -hmm. Now, things are getting a little bit tighter now. As our case counts are going up, more people are being hospitalized now. But a month ago, there was supposedly plenty of room for people. 547 Back with more of The Bottom Line after this. Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Back on the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA Thursday afternoon. Lots of people out on the roads. It's been more and more as the weeks have gone by. And if you are wondering about that auto insurance, go to jasonhoag.com. He's the only American Star Certified agent with American Family Insurance here in the Tri-Cities. You can check out the Teen and Safe Driver programs, and American Family Insurance also stepped up to the plate for their customers by giving them $50 back per vehicle that they had insured and 10% off their auto premiums for the rest of the year as a result of COVID-19. It's a company that takes care of their customers become an American Family Insurance customer today by visiting jasonhoag.com and asking Jason, shooting him an email, and finding out if the plans American Family Insurance has will work for you. Going right to the phones, you're up in the program. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Joe Benton City. What's up, Joe? On the uh, time it takes for fighting the fires, with the six-foot distancing, they'll only be putting a couple of people on a truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. Make, again, it makes no sense. It's a politician making an observation about something he's never been close to or probably really doesn't have much knowledge about. I mean, you could in our industry, we could interview somebody who fights fires a couple times and get an idea um, on kind of what it is that, that the challenges are. If you listen to what they actually say, yes. not just you if know, you, if zone you, out. Right. If you listen to what they say, you could get a pretty good idea of what the challenges are and, and, and what's made up. It's obvious he hasn't done that. Um, but he did have another humdinger uh, during the press conference. Uh, and and for the for the Chris's and, and Joe's out there, you're really happy you didn't hear this one. And we'll share it with you after we uh, share an email with you. Yeah, we got an email from uh, James in Richland. He writes, to gather in peaceful protest is a constitutional right. Small businesses and haircuts are not. Jay needs to get off his butt and get a small and big business going. Enough said. James, uh, appreciate uh, the email. You can send us an email by going to our website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page, fill out the form, hit send, and Rob and I get it. And 99.9% of the time, we read them on the air. You know, it's interesting that that was the email because the governor said a few minutes ago that he uh, recommended when asked by a uh, one of the reporters about the protesters and, and everything else that... Um, he, he recommends that protesters be as safe as they can because when you're talking about the protest and 10,000 people out there, well, the state's not going to wade into that. state's not going to wade into that. No. Nope. So they recommend that the protesters be as safe as they can, but a business owner does not have that same opportunity. A consumer does not have that same opportunity. So we're going to take everything that we have browbeat people with since March 23rd, and we're going to throw it all on hold so people can flood the streets to protest, which is what most people have done, 
but also to loot and riot, which is what other people have done. So stay as safe as you can. But if you're a business owner, we're going to fine you $10,000 and take your business license away. So where was that message months ago? And and not just business, right? Any social gatherings, right. religious gatherings, which is protected by the Constitution, uh, you know, any social or business sector uh, plans. Um, I'm serious. Uh, what he what he said moments ago uh, flies in the face of all these phases that we've been talking about. Maybe that's what he was talking about when we have to uh, unlearn everything we've done. Now we begin phase out. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Dave from Kenwood. Hi, Dave. What's up? Well, I'm no longer a business owner. I am now a protester. Therefore, I should be able to do everything they're doing, correct? You need to be as safe as you can. That's what uh, the governor said. And and I will be, and I will be. And I don't know how familiar you guys are with King of the, uh, the, the sitcom, that cartoon, King of the Hill. Oh, yeah, I've seen Mm -hmm. it a few times. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, Jay Inslee reminds me of Boomhauer. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Thank all you. right, appreciate it. Uh, let's squeeze. Oh, no, we didn't have uh, the other Bo- color left. Boomhauer makes more sense. Yeah, I was going to go for Bobby, maybe. But um, 547-1610 is the number. Uh, if you'd like to call, we are coming up on a commercial break. Um, you know what? I'm going to squeeze one more call in just because I'm I'm feeling surly today. Um you're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Um, this is April from Pasco. I think I called in yesterday. What's up, April? <laughs> you guys are therapy for me, let me tell you. Thank well, you. I just wanted to quickly share. Um, I just came from a phase two county. I know, far on me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I needed to get out, I'm just saying. But I went to a business and I thought I would share uh, just my experience because I have my opinions on everything and I get it on both sides. But seeing the business owners and the workers, I, my heart goes out to them. They're they're doing all they can to not get shut down. To sign saying, put on your mask before you enter this, you know, environment. To you need to use hand sanitizer as soon as you come in. The smart thing is they have a they have a note that states, hey, you're getting services here, so if you get sick, it's not on us. I thought that was very smart because it's true. We can't be, you know, blaming. We're choosing to be there. Um, they had me sign in, and I didn't realize that I think that was some contact tracing. <laughs> um, but I thought that that was not happening, but apparently it is. So if you don't like it, just be careful out there. Um, but, you know, they were very, very nice, and I, you know, they had plastic, you know, between us and things like that. Um, but, you know, it, it's just, it's just odd. Oh, and the and the bonus thing was maybe uh, input on this because I hadn't heard about it. They got certificates for going through COVID nineteen training. Oh, well, I that... thought that was very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. It COVID nineteen training. Appreciate the call, April. And uh, yeah, you don't have to say where you went. And uh, we're we're not going to narc on the neighbors, so nah. don't don't worry about that. Uh, but we do need to take a break uh, again. Um, you know, because I'm feeling surly, we uh, up against the clock. So let's uh, let's take a time out. Five four seven one six ten. You can email us too by going to the website six ten kona dot com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment, and we'll have uh, more of the show after this. <laughs> 